This is Critical Thinking on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. This is Critical Thinking on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. Welcome to Critical Thinking on Lagos Talks 91.3. 11 minutes now, past the hour of five. We do apologize for starting late. From the bottom of our heart, we are sorry. All right. But of course, there's always great conversations right here. So I'm sure you were having fun on the previous show. We start off again with uh, another episode of uh, Critical Thinking with the Nature Series, which continues. And it's still on Zill Jacobson. Carrie Way is right here in the studio. First time I'm introducing you with that name. Hi, Zill. Yeah. I like the name. You do, yeah? I really, really like the name. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. You're it has crossed my mind to officially change my name, but the complications are plenty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Your dad will be proud, by the way. If my dad were alive, I would have changed the name. Certainly. Absolutely. Why? Because he'd have made you do it? Well, because he's the only one that really has a say on whether or not I should change it. Because if I change it now, it could easily be misconstrued by the family that I'm trying to dissociate from the family which is not the case oh. if my father were alive he would have liked the name because i say i'm naming myself after you yeah his ego swelled up like, yeah yeah go for it <laughs> <laughs> so he would be proud regardless if you do change the name right I, I, he's dead <laughs> I, know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what he would feel okay. about it okay anyway today is uh, another episode of uh you know the nature it's your episode today is what? Your episode today. My episode today, yes, because we're going to talk about, you know, <clears throat> Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll be talking about the nature of anger today. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm happy that you're you're happy, you're smiling, so it seems like it's going to be a fun show, happily discussing anger. It's five o'clock. I'm always happy at five o'clock on Thursdays. Oh, that's good. Same, same, same with me and our listeners, of course. So let's talk about anger. What is anger? You mean hunger? No, not the hunger. <laughs> anger, the, the, the one you feel, the one we all feel in this country and beyond. Now, I was talking to my kids about <clears throat> anger maybe two or three weeks ago. And I've made it a point of duty. Once they're on holiday, we're going to watch a superhero movie every day, or at least three times a week. Okay. Reason is, I've found that the superhero movies hide, or rather, Within the superhero movies, there are very, very important life lessons hidden. Hmm. And all the superhero movies I've watched tell exactly the same story. What's the similarity or what's the consistency of story? The consistency is ordinarily, ordinary people getting some supernatural ability to change things. All the superhero movies are about that. Hmm. And then, when they get this ability, it first controls them before they learn how to control it. Indeed. Now, while learning to control it, they want to do everything with it. And it costs them a lot. They will invariably lose something or someone they love. Hmm. 
in not being able to control the superpower. When eventually they can control it, they all hide it. Hmm. And so only use it when stages. necessary. Yeah, it's so all, all the movies. I mean, Wolverine, Superman, Spider Man. How would they get it, though? How would they see all these lessons that you see as a grown adult? I mean, they're kids. They're probably just going to look at the I, cape, the I'll, suits. Yeah, that's fine. Sentiment, but the subliminal messaging is very strong. So I'll tell them and they'll look out for it and they'll start to see it. So I was discussing anger with them. And you know which superhero movie teaches anger? Hmm, which? Incredible Hawk. Yeah, that's yes, true. Yes. So if you watch the beginning, the early stage of Incredible Hulk, what's the most famous saying of Hulk? Don't make me angry. You yeah. won't like me when I'm angry. Yeah. And his response, Bruce Banner's response in converting from Bruce Banner to Incredible Hulk was outside his control. It was always external forces that caused it, where you make him angry. Hmm. But if you watch the more recent Hawks, after he mastered it, you can't he decides when hawk comes out is that so yes he decides is when he needs hawk he brings out hawk oh yeah indeed and yeah. then uses hawk and then hawk goes back so it's no longer like before where it was a response this is no longer a rest and uncontrollable response it's now a very deliberate i need the power of hawk he brings it out uses it and goes back so are you saying that anger can be controlled oh yes that's exactly what i'm saying hmm. so to your question what is anger well, um, dictionary definition would be something around an emotional response, blah, blah, blah. But I would like to separate anger into two different <coughs> types. Okay. First type is the emotional anger, which I think we are all familiar with and conversant with. And most people only know the emotional anger. Where, and that's the emotional anger of the early stage of Hulk. It is triggered. Hmm. It is an external, it is in response to an external circumstance. And you, it's very, very hard to control. Very, very, very hard. It just comes out and, and like Hulk in the beginning, once Bruce Banner becomes Hulk, he destroys everything. Hmm. You know, he just goes on a rampage, breaking walls, chasing, just, you know, he has one focus, I'm chasing that rat (laughs) and he's going to break down the whole house, the whole city if necessary to catch the rat. And that's, that's the emotional anger. You, it's very, very, very hard to control because it's driven by your hormones. And I know we've spoken about hormones quite a lot in, in different shows here. So there are energy hormones, which are adrenaline and no adrenaline. Those are energy hormones. So, you know, somebody's passed out, about to die, his heart's not beating. In the hospital, they give him a jab adrenaline. You know, that pumps energy. It's, it's called an energy hormone. It's what you need to run races, what you need to fight, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then there's a stress hormone called cortisol. Okay. That increases your heart rate. So the co- anger is the you could say anger is the combination of your um, amygdala. It's a part of the brain. The amygdala's response to an external situation by pumping adrenaline, no adrenaline, and cortisol into your bloodstream. Now, with that and the threat or if sense of agitation or whatever you get angry not all anger comes with aggression Mm. for anger to become aggression another hormone needs to be pumped and that's testosterone and i think serotonin i'm not sure but certainly testosterone which is why they say men are more aggressive than women okay because men have significantly more testosterone so the combination of cortisol adrenaline noradrenaline and testosterone creates 
a lot of energy with aggression and that's what makes it destructive mm. now here's the problem what is your amygdala the gland in your brain that controls the, the secretion of all these hormones bypasses your cortex your cortex is the frontal part of your brain that controls judgment decision thinking capacity your amygdala bypasses that so by the time you're getting angry emotionally you are not thinking you are not reasoning your judgment is impaired and that's why at the end of anger with a lot of aggression people often will look back at what they've done or said and genuinely they're not lying they genuinely have no memory of it and then they blame the devil what happened it was the devil they genuinely don't remember so for all intents and purposes if you show me something i did 10 minutes ago and you say i burnt down the whole house and i'll be looking at you and thinking but that's where i live why would i burn down my own house how does it make sense and i'm looking i'm convincing because i really don't remember because what i was taking over was, but it's not a spirit it's the amygdala doing its job pumping the hormones that it sensed were needed at the time so that's the emotional anger very hard to control very very destructive if it goes out of hand there's a second type of anger okay. and that's my favorite it's the decision anger remember once we spoke about values and i said values are like a toolbox you put your values in a toolbox i am not the toolbox i'm not a hammer if i need a hammer i take it i use it i put it back mm. um so there is the anger that is a decision that works like a value it's in a toolbox you need it like the more controlled bruce banner and incredible hulk you need it you use it when you finish you put it back so at no point in time are you driven by hormones you're driven by your prefrontal cortex you've decided what i need at this point in time is anger you call on the anger you use it you put it back you're not emotional your heart rate doesn't change your blood vessels don't dilate your blood pressure doesn't change but you're appearing to be angry because you've called on that value let's call it a value to use it so those are two different types of anger hmm. decision anger it, it makes i i i, I don't really understand how someone can decide to be angry i think people get, let me give you an example people get triggered oh let me give you an example and, okay i'll give you many examples okay one example was in my house um i had a prepaid meter it's an old prepaid meter the house it had been in the house for maybe almost 10 years so the screen had faded it was still working but you know how you have to press it on your eye one kind mm-hmm. to see the the units in it so whenever the echo disco chaps pass and inspect it looks blank yeah and so one one day one of them accused me of bypassing the meter which is a fraud you know and they were coming and were writing this report and all that i was explaining come and look well you would see it it's working it's blinking it's just that and the guy was saying some things that i didn't like and then i lost it i was shouting you know and I told them off and I was really shouting. I was like, I don't really care what you do. I've told you this. You can't kill me. And I did the whole shouting thing. You know, and my driver was there. I think one of my neighbors was there. And they were trying to calm me. I said, don't calm me down. Leave me alone. And I finished talking. And then they left. And then my neighbors and my driver were like, ah, you didn't have to get so angry. I said, I wasn't angry. They're like, and I'd calmed down. I was, I was totally, I was, no, no, I was just I was angry. I said, but you were shouting. Yes, I was shouting. Because... They needed to, under, if I, I, I had to make a decision. Should I placate them? 
in which case they may think ah he's actually tampered with the meat and he's trying to soften us mm. or get angry what you call righteous indignation and make them realize i have nothing to hide you know and i chose that another time on kofa Abami, police stopped us driver was driving brought him out of the car asked for all the papers i was on my phone in the car i'm not the one driving you want papers so i think they were not happy that i was not paying any attention to them then they asked for the mot then i came out and i started shouting at them i was like are you okay do you understand your job how can you be asking for mot this is a car have mot is five years and above blah blah blah, blah. five uh, this guy is not five you know i did all of that mm-hmm. you know and I said, look, just do your job. You've checked the papers. This guy said, ah, how will I know it is five years? So you're holding the papers. The manufacturer it is your hand. You know, and I was, seemed angry. But I was not angry. I was just letting them know, you can't intimidate me. And when I finished, I went back into the car and sat down and I continued on my phone. So the difference between the two angers is one is a decision. You're in full control of everything you say and do. I'm not going to say anything I did not intend to say. I'm not going to do anything I did not intend to do. But I need it for a purpose. I think this person is trying to intimidate me. I don't want to be intimidated. I don't feel like being intimidated right now. What do I do if I come out and start smiling, which could work? But in this instance, why I didn't choose that, which I would normally choose with police officers, was they knew what they were doing was incorrect. So it was clear they wanted to intimidate me. And I said, look, I'm not going to come out and be smiling with them. Under normal circumstances, I would smile. So... Those are two different types of anger. As opposed to when something triggers you and how you know the emotional anger is, your heart rate starts to, it changes. You start to hyperventilate. Your breathing changes. If you're sensitive about those things, you start to notice when you're very angry, you know, your breathing changes, your heart rate changes. For some people, the more they suppress it, the harder it is. Some people, their hands start to shake. That's because your amygdala is pumping significant amount of adrenaline. Your Mm -hmm. hands start to shake. Some people, their voice starts to shake. Tears start to come out of their eyes. You start to see someone behaving like that. Me, I just leave you alone. Because if that gets injected with testosterone, then the person gets aggressive. Or violent. And violent, exactly. So those are two different types of anger. But something else that's really important about anger is that anger is often... I don't don't say anger doesn't exist... Anger, the emotional anger, is triggered by something. More often than not, it's triggered by pain. Or let me put it this way. It's triggered by the same thing I define as pain. Remember, we spoke about pain. Was it last week? Or two weeks ago? The nature of pain. Where I said pain is the exposure of a vulnerability that you should cover. Okay? Anger is similar. The exposure of a vulnerability. And so sometimes that exposure of a vulnerability... That pain manifests in anger in the sense that your vulnerability is exposed and your ego has been hurt. So what is happening is that your ego is in pain. And to cover up for that pain of your ego, you get angry. Do you know who I am? How dare you? How could you be talking to me like that? All of that is that You've been triggered into pain. But it's not physical pain. It's emotional. It's not the pain of a heartbreak. It's a different type of pain. That vulnerability that's been exposed. You now want to cover it and protect it. And so you use anger. And, but it's emotional. It's an emotional response to that. 
and you lash out at the person. And if the person doesn't understand what's going on, and the person will usually meet anger for anger, then aggression comes in. Then people start to fight. Because that fight is, you're not as much trying to hurt the person as you are trying to protect what the person has exposed. I'm not a weak person, so I have to show you I'm strong. You know, you spoke to me like that, it was condescending. So I have to raise myself above the level you think I am. And the more I raise myself, the more condescending the person becomes. Then if the person looks physically weaker than me, then I would then turn to aggression to make the person feel smaller than me. All right. There's so many things in our society that anger us. Mm-hmm. Yes, so <laughs> many things. Uh, for example, I mean, uh, this week we heard of the death of Bamiche. That's not anger. You see, that's, that's, that's the thing. It's a response of anger to pain. Bamiche's death exposed the vulnerability we all share. Because all of us understand, if it happened to her, it could happen to me. And that is the vulnerability that the insecurity in the environment causes. It exposes that vulnerability. Or when a uniformed person shoots somebody innocently, we are angry. But what are we angry at? We're not angry at the death of that person. The anger is the emotional response to the exposure of our own vulnerability. Basically, your subconscious is saying, if it happened to him, it could happen to me. And that makes me vulnerable. How do I then protect myself? And when we don't know how to deal with pain, more often than not, we lash out in anger. So, and a lot of times, that anger is misdirected. So, Bamish is dead unnecessarily and we are all in pain it's a terribly terribly painful thing to realize that the very government that's empowered to protect me can create an asset I'm not putting blame anywhere and then i will be killed within government premises lagbos is government asset as far as i'm concerned is government premises i can be killed in the premises of the same entity tasked with protecting me that's painful to realize it hurts me very badly very very badly right and so what is the or what do you do with pain remember with the nature of pain we said if you want to do anything with pain you what's the word placate right you not massage you placate it you know you calm it you soothe it that's the word i'm looking for you soothe pain so when somebody is angry based on the exposure of a vulnerability that's exposed pain, you soothe it. You know, what you call uh, de-escalate. That's the word you hear a lot. You de-escalate that because this person's anger is not entirely rational. It's emotional. And there is, I mean, you don't, what you just do is to calm the person down. And when it's a group of people, you, you need to learn. And I don't think we have enough people in government that have learned how to de-escalate they generally justify generally speaking this is why this is how this is what you should do but at that point people are angry you de-escalate first and the most efficient means of de-escalating any circumstance is an apology 
this happened? When someone is in pain or someone is angry, how could this have happened? And someone tells you, Michelle, I'm really, really sorry this happened. You still be angry. Say, hey, but this shouldn't happen. Yes, we know it shouldn't have happened. I'm really, really sorry. No but, not if. I'm really, really sorry. We will do our best to make sure we get justice. And you know, you don't use a lot of words. Because a lot of words, you can trigger people. Just, I'm sorry. It happened. I'm sorry. It should never have happened. I'm sorry. Well, we don't really get a lot of that. You know, we get, you get a lot of um, deflection. You know, it's, um, this is what you should have done. This is what should not have done. This is who did it. This is, just apologize. Apolo- will apology bring her back? Of course not. But you first de-escalate. And you see, the more people feel this vulnerable and feel this anger and cannot express it or cannot get any form of soothing, it builds. And so to what you said just before you raised that, you then have an entire society of people with pent-up anger. So at the slightest provocation, you are walking on the road and somebody bumps you by mistake. There's a fight. You know, it's like it's like a you know, it's like a spring load. You keep suppressing it, and the day one little trigger. I mean, there was a guy that set himself on fire about two or three weeks ago. Did you hear about it? A bus driver. I don't know what happened. He set himself on fire. And you also wonder. And a lot of times, when this thing explodes. You keep asking, but this little thing should not have caused that. And what I say is, you all, you've all heard of the the last straw that broke the camel's back. The last straw that breaks a camel's back is never enough to break a camel's back on its own. It's just that there's been so much loaded and loaded and suppressed. And, you know, we've not gotten over the Sylvester issue. We've not gotten over the um, Atanga issue. We've not gotten over the acquire bomb issue. We've not gotten over building. the 21 story building issue. And we've noticed there's so many things just building and building. And then now, an innocent girl, ent- as in, what more do you want to ask from a 21 year old? Government owned transportation. I want to go home. Do you understand? What more do you want to ask from her? Then she dies. So when you put all those things together, people feel pain. And that pain, they don't know how to, we, we've not been taught, we don't, our environment doesn't know how to deal with pain. So we express it as anger. And that's why I think it was yesterday, I don't know about today, Lagbos didn't go around. Because they were worried that people will attack them. Because the pain is, the anger is misdirected. And everyone else feels, I must do so, I can't do anything, I must, I can't stay not doing anything. So, they misdirect the anger and have it out on any and everyone that's close by. Sometimes you have it out on the people closest to you, the people you love. Like nobody understands it and people go to work and come back. The boss in the office has spoken to them very badly. They can't express anything to the boss. They don't know how to manage the anger. Nobody knows how to de-escalate the anger. Nobody knows how to soothe the pain that caused the anger. Nobody knows how to massage the ego to make the person's self-confidence, to boost the person's self-confidence. Then the person comes home and your spouse says, why are you coming back so late? Normal question that should have just been like, oh man, it was a hard day at work. But with all that pent-up anger and pain from the day, you ask that question and it could be violent. And nobody will understand it. So once you don't understand the difference between the decisional anger and the emotional anger, 
then you more likely be drawn into the emotional anger and the hormones that cause it because you see everything starts from your thought when you don't resolve the pain and you are living with that vulnerability you are constantly reminded of it every time you are reminded of it you feel the pain every time you are reminded of it, you feel the pain and then you get angry that you can't do anything about the pain and so it's possible to live in a perpetual state of anger now the uh, the hormones adrenaline cortisol in your system they cause your heart rate to increase right mm-hmm. and your blood vessels to i think is dilate so that constant heart rate increasing blood vessels dilating contracting dilating contract it weakens your blood vessels over time and so people that live with this type of anger are very prone to um, circulatory type diseases heart related diseases hypertension high blood pressure ruptured blood vessels and that's why and that's why they say anger is a killer you could just literally drop dead You've been angry over such a long period of time you re- and you remember the thing that triggered you. get angry in sleep. Your heart rate goes up. Your blood vessels dilate. And that, co- I mean, like, just imagine uh, plastic. Expand, contract, expand, contract. After some time, it gets weak in a spot. Mm-hmm. And when it gets weak in that spot, it starts to bulge there. And any little pressure, it'll pop. It'll pop. That's what happens to the blood vessels around the heart. If, if it's very difficult, if you're saying rather that, that uh, you know, emotional anger specifically can be controlled, my next question will be how? How, so, how is that possible? It, it almost seems like, you know, sometimes the anger gets the better side, the, 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 the yes. whole of us sometimes. Sometimes we cannot control it, regardless of how much we try. And it's very difficult to say, oh, I never get angry or I only get angry when I choose to get angry. It's almost... It's almost unpractical or unrealistic. I agree. It's because it's things like sometimes this, like you, I mean, the death of Bamishi could anger you. Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course. So, of course. so how then do you control it? One is to understand. <laughs> sounds like a cliche, but understand yourself. So sometimes I'm doing something, and I notice my heart rate is increased. I notice I'm tense. I'm like, something has triggered me. I just don't know what it is. And then I'm talking and I'm snapping, and I'm like. It's not me. I'm, I get more impatient. And I start to notice, oh, hang on. then I start to play things back. If you don't notice that, then it's like, uh, it's like drinking alcohol. You have one shot of vodka. You have your second shot of vodka. You have your third shot of vodka. They start smiling a lot at everybody. You say hi, hi, hi. Is there anything wrong with saying hi and being quote-unquote happy and friendly? On the surface, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you know yourself, you would know, mm, this is not me the alcohol is kicking in. Mm. At that point, you slow down or stop. If you continue, a point you get to a point where you, your memory stops. You have no memory of what you're doing. You have no control of what you're doing. And you wake up in a gutter somewhere or you wake up, don't remember anything. They tell you, oh, you did this yesterday and you don't remember. Alcohol is a chemical. Hormones are chemicals. They do the same thing in your bloodstream. It's gradual. You get angry, it it builds. If you can understand yourself, at some point you need to tell yourself, calm down. What's making us angry? What can we do about it? And those questions, and I always say, if you're getting angry, start to ask yourself questions. Why am I angry? Is it worth getting angry for? Should I be angry? Because the questions is like jump-starting. It jump-starts your cortex. That's your thinking brain. Because if you ask yourself a question, you have to 
think about an answer. So he jumps started to start rationalizing and then your amygdala kind of slows down. So you have to keep what people generally do is they talk to themselves. They don't ask. How dare he speak to me like that? What does he mean? Does he think I'm a fool? No, those other questions are not they are triggering questions. How could he do this to me? Is it because I'm short? If I was taller, he'd do this. If I was married, he'd do this. If I had a child, you know, and you just go down that spiral and then you just lash out. So you need to ask yourself questions that switch on your brain, basically. Is it worth getting angry over? Can I do anything about the situation? If I get angry and fight, do I want the consequences of having blood on my... You know, just ask yourself those questions and then you see you, you start to... You start to reason, let's put it that way. It's, it takes a lot of, it takes quite some practice. It's not very, very easy. But you see, the nature of anger, the emotional anger, is degenerative. It gets worse. You don't stop it, it gets worse. So the sooner you stop it, the better. What happens is in your anger, you've said some things. And in your anger, in saying those things, the person now dares you. Michelle, if you talk to me like that again, I swear I will slap you. And then Michelle goes, if they burn you well, slap me. Now, what kicks in? My ego. People are looking at me. Ah, I can't back down now. Ah, yeah. You are you a man? Zilla, you a man? After seeing you slap, you can't do anything. And then at that point, you're not like, ah, you know, yeah. You already said it. Then you now say, ah, to protect my ego, I'm a man. You got to slap her. As you're now slapping her, you do realize that Michelle is the national taekwondo champion. She will now beat you. <laughs> Which actually happened with me in my NYC camp. One guy, I don't know if he slapped this girl's bum or something. And, you know, and she was screaming. He was wrong with you. No, that was, I know it was. And then I think she said something he didn't like. And he went to slap her in addition. On, we just saw all this dust in Kappa. Uh-uh. Then we saw this guy lying on the floor. And then the girl took two steps back. And we were like, what just happened? But the guy got up and charged the high again. And then we saw all this dust. And we saw the guy on the floor again. And this girl very calmly beat this guy. We now found out later that she was some taekwondo champion somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> you know, this is why I don't fight. <laughs> don't come and embarrass me for my generation. So just carry your while and be going. So we basically, you have to self-talk. You have to have that self-talk or ask yourself the, the right questions to, yeah. to de-escalate the anger or to... Yes. Yes. You, you have to do that. So... Once you, you need to understand yourself. You have well. to understand yourself. When you get angry, more often than not, I tell people that anger is a, I won't say misexpression, but it's a type of expression of pain. The same way if somebody stabs you with a knife, mm-hmm. you will scream. And if I don't know you've been stabbed, I may look at you and think, why are you shouting? Why are you so angry? You're not angry, you're in pain. Yeah. You know, so... If you don't understand that, then you can misdiagnose pain as anger, even for yourself. So if you realize you're angry, you can start asking yourself, what exactly is making me angry? I don't like how he spoke to me. Why is that making you angry? Why is the way he spoke to you so important that it's affecting your emotions? Well, see, he's very junior to me in the office. Aha! So your ego has been affected. It's junior to you. So what? What can you do about it? Can you give him a query? Can you reprimand him? Can you report to his boss? You know, so you kind of redirect the anger into a solution. 
spoke to me badly no wala we'll go we'll deal with it appropriately entering a shouting match it's, it's not the way I think we should go to the phone lines now. Take some calls and those who want to ask, ask questions or join the conversation, you can do that. And uh, we can do this for another 10 minutes uh, before we move on. Very interesting conversation today. The nature of anger. Phone lines are open. Let's talk. 0809-191-3913. 0809-222-0913. Or 0809-234-5913. Remember, you can join the conversation on Twitter at Lagos Talks 913. That is at Lagos Talks 913. Send us a message on WhatsApp as well. 0809-234-5913. Lagos Talks. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, Michelle. Good evening, Ibuka. How are you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, Welcome. Yeah. Ibuka, you only call on, on Zeal's show yeah. now. Don't think we haven't noticed. Yeah. Oh, in fact, uh, it's all good. It's all... Okay, fair enough. Ah, Mr. Zeal, good evening. Yes, Ibuka, hi. Good evening. Yeah. You see, our morality helps a lot because, you see, anger that uh, is building in the land these days, well, scarcity... Uh, low in demand businesses, you know, we don't know who they are going. But at the end of the day, just people to find alternatives. I told somebody that just position yourself, people's alternative might be what to favor you, you get. And by so solving that problem or, you know, in that alternative, the anger will be released. You know, because people are looking for what to make them happy. So thank you very much, Mr. Thank Michelle, you very much, All right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. There's a message here coming from Falabi. Falabi said, Good evening, Michelle and Mr. Zeal. Thank you for the enlightenment on anger. I have realized in Nigeria we're all angry in our daily lives. I don't think it's a decision. I see it more as a reflex action. Mr. Zeal, please, is it possible for some certain energy drinks to trigger someone's (laughs) anger? I had the experience once with a boss conductor because he pissed me off. And when I realized I was raising my voice, I became quiet and quite confused. Um, what do it, so adrenaline is called the energy hormone, right? So the energy drink can replicate some of the hormonal responses to anger in terms of creating energy and giving you an energy burst. Um, but no, it I don't think it causes anger, but it can replicate some of the responses to anger. All right, thank you. Keep the calls coming. Francis is saying, "Good afternoon." Well, good evening, Zeal and Michelle. Wow, I'm blown away. See what happened to me just an hour ago. I parked by a supermarket and suddenly I heard a bump on my rear. I turned and saw the bus driver trying to bolt away super quick. So I came down and went after him. The moment he saw, uh, what is this? The moment he saw in one spot. What is that? I don't know. Anyway, he came down and was uh, bowing and begging, giving excuses. Lasma this, lasma that. Please, he took the brake oil and cleaned my car with a cloth. I was still venting. He kept apologizing and then I was angry. But I was just quiet though. I entered the car and just looked away and he left. He de-escalated the situation, which is great. Now, Zil, this was purely emotional anger. And not decisive. So, how can I, or is it possible to handle excavation? Escalation. Escalation myself. Thank you. Oh yes, and I think he handled that pretty well. Again, we are not robots. I'm not a robot. We are emotional beings. We get emotional. Things happen. You get angry, 
But like I said, when you get angry, you need to recognize the stages and know when you need to start de-escalating because there's a stage it gets to where you completely lose control. Now, for example, and this is a hint, I call it a hint from the good book. You cannot be commanded to do what you cannot control. Hmm. So I cannot command someone and say, um, let's say let, me, let me use a woman. I cannot command a woman and say, next month, do not have your cycle. It's not in your control. Mm. So if the good book commands you to do something, it's hinting you that it's in your control. The good book says, the good book does not tell you anywhere not to get angry. It puts a condition, said, be angry, but don't let it last till the next day. Or be angry and sin not. So it's not saying don't be angry, but don't, the same way it tells you, it doesn't tell you don't drink. It tells you don't get drunk. Basically, make sure whatever you do, you are in firm control of it. Because when you lose control, that's when you start making a lot of mistakes. All right. Thank you. Lagos Talks. Lagos Talks. Good evening. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Michelle. Good evening. This is Val. Hello, Val. Hi, Val. Good evening. Good, uh, good evening. Hi, uh, great, great topic. Uh, what I want to ask is, in the process of you trying to de-escalate the anger by asking yourself questions, would, would it like um, reload to further escalate in the future? Because this is, a, this is like a reflex action. And you start asking yourself questions in order to douse the tension for you being angry. In your subconscious, wouldn't it be gathering somehow? Like uh, like a personality trait when it explodes later on in the future. That, that Thank is, you. Thanks, Val. That's very... That's very possible. You're right. It, it depends on what your de-escalation method is. There's a difference between de-escalating and diverting. What many people do is divert. So they don't deal with the issue. They just kind of pack it, which means it's going to come up again later. But what I would expect people on the show to do is to hopefully those that have smartphones, go on the internet, find a website on psychology and read about anger, emotion, or rather the emotional response to anger. Um, and again, a book I've recommended several times, Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton is very good. And also, Deadly Emotions, another very good book. Deadly Emotions is a book that attempts to draw sicknesses, to draw a correlation between sicknesses your state of mind and your emotions. It's a very, very good book. So it explains how it explains the chemistry, the biology, the um, the relationship between your emotions and the physical manifestation and reactions of them. So All yes, right. thank you, uh, Roosevelt Adebayo from Apapai saying, "What do you think about the Miles Monroe kind of anger concerning your destiny, or like whatever makes you angry, you're bound to solve it." I don't know what the Miles Monroe type of anger is. Me I don't neither. know. All right. Good evening, Michelle and Mr. Zeal. I'm an anger patient, but I discovered means of controlling anger. Most is not talk is not to talk and fake a smile. It will relieve your mind to not let the anger build up. And I discover highly emotional people are always prompt to anger. All right. Thank you. That's uh, that came from Emmanuel Olayemi. Hi, Michelle. Good evening, Zeal. Uh, your explicit analysis on anger is spot on, sir. But how can someone get rid of his or our own anger? 
Israel from Shimola. I think we addressed that already. Yeah. All right, let's take uh, one last call before we go. Lagos Talks. Hello, good evening. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, good evening. Good evening to you. Hi, good evening. So, um, two things. For someone like me, when I'm angry, uh, I, I want to try to de-escalate by just okay, de-escalate. I don't do things. And as I'm venting, I'm calming down. When you're not able to calm down, I get angry even more. <laughs> but yes. that's not even the case now. But, you know, really, when you can't calm down, I get angry even more. Who them to calm down. Now, don't you think that anger is the part of our, so let's say metabolism or part of our system? Because maybe we should be left to to express our anger or and uh, we'll get better later. Because I'm trying to imagine the kind of anger in the mind of, uh, say, another movie at the moment. How do I advise such a person to escalate or probably not to be angry? Because it's crazy. All right. How do you manage such? Thanks for calling. So yes, um, I mean, I, I I will never tell anybody never get angry. It's part of yeah, you're right. It's part of being human, but you need to control it. And um, like somebody said, never in the history of calming down has anybody calmed down by being told to calm down. So yeah, some people get triggered by being told to calm down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I mean, we all get. Uh, I mean, for example, you watch Incredible Hawk. Bruce Banner, when he was asked, so how do you control your anger? You never get angry anymore. You know what he said? He says, no, now I'm always angry. What that means is that the ability to switch on Hulk is at his fingertips. I'm angry. As I'm speaking to you right now, I'm very, very angry. I'm very angry at the state of the country. I'm very angry at the security situation. I'm very angry at the economy. I'm angry at the people that are running the economy. I'm run- angry at the lawmakers in Abuja that are passing laws that make no sense, that are rejecting things they shouldn't be rejecting. I'm angry. But that anger, because it's a decision, is directed. When I meet Michelle, I'm not going to lash out at Michelle. She has no part to play in that. Oh, but if you dare put me in front of the people that I'm angry against, then I will change. But you see, it's not emotional. So I'm angry about a lot of things. I'm angry at the price of diesel. I'm angry at the fact that even though the price of diesel is so high, there is not enough power you have to run. I'm angry, but is it the echo disco guy whose job it is to come and check that my meter is working that caused the problem? No. So should I be angry at him? Of course not. He's as much a victim in the whole thing as I am. So it's it's normal to be angry. It's actually in, in many instances it's very advisable to be angry because it allows you express certain things about yourself and what your desires. But you need to control it so you can express it in a healthy way. Um, there are many things I'm very 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 angry about, but you can't. It's not likely anybody would meet me and say, "Zeal, that angry guy." Hmm. Yeah. But put me in a room with certain people. I'm not going to fight them or beat them, of course, but I will then express that anger. But because it's anger I've held and ruminated on, I'm not just going to be venting. I'm going to be expressing the anger with hopefully some degree of solution in it. All right.
right. Yes. We have more calls, but we have to leave it here right now on the show. Zeal, thank you so much for coming through today. Thank you, Michelle. A great one, as always. We'll be back, you know, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And remember, you can check out our, our listen backs on uh, LagosTalks.com. Uh, you know, if you'd like to get a replay version of any of the shows, you know where to go to. And uh, yes, uh, let's wrap it up. Zeal, uh, how can we reach you? Um on social media, best way to reach me, search for Zeal, Z-E-A-L, Zeal Jacobson, on across social media platforms and you'd, you'd find me. You can also check my blog, candleonahill.com. Um, I just think of stuff, I write it down and I put it there. Uh, yeah, that's, those are the best places to reach me. All right, you heard it. Zeal underscore A on Twitter and on social media and Canal on a Hill. That's his website to check out on some of his critical thoughts. Thanks for joining us.